is in the know for Wednesday, September 15, the 258th day of 2021. There are 107 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch on YouTube Live and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, around the county, around the Commonwealth, and around the country. We will uh, tell you when the busiest travel day of the rest of the year is going to be. We already know that. We're also being told when you should buy your Christmas gifts. We already know that. And we will also tell you about a special called meeting of the Grayson County School Board last night, what uh, schools look like going forward. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. It's a wet Wednesday. It so. is nasty outside. Yeah. You, uh, you love fall. I do. Yes, you even yes. have some new fall decor that I'm waiting to put that's out. That's patiently staging mm-hmm. over in a portion of the house where yes. you're saying, as soon as I get the go ahead mm-hmm. or the high sign, I'm it's waiting. going out. Uh, what are the best parts of fall to you? Um, I like the temperatures. Yeah. Um, you I like, love the colors. Ah, changing colors of the leaves are very Pumpkins. popular. Seasonal smells. Fall has a certain smell. Yeah. Like a harvest kind of smell, cooler weather. 65% of those polled agree that they get extremely excited when it's sweater weather and can't wait to dress in layers this fall. Mm. Sweater or sweatshirt? Sweater. It's, this says sweatshirt. sweater weather. Yeah, I'd rather it be a hoodie or something like that. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back. Very special agent, Natalie Tall. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Thank you for row, row, rowing your boat all the <laughs> all way the to way our studios. <laughs> I have a bit of good news for you this morning. Oh, what is it? You're going to live a long time. Oh, yeah? Yes. Do you know why? Why? Because you smile a lot. Oh, you have a very, right. you're a smiler, you right? A smiler, you're a right. smiler. You yeah. have a beautiful smile. You Thank enjoy you. smiling. <laughs> and the research says that if you want to live longer, smile more. The broader your smile and the deeper the creases around your eyes when you grin, the longer you are likely to oh. live. After looking at the smiles of 230 people in photos taken in the 1950s, they figured out that those who had genuine full smiles lived on average seven years longer than people who do not smile. Oh, what about how deep your dimples are? Does that have anything I, to do I'm with it? I'm pretty listen. sure that that's a quality of life aspect. So <laughs> that is the, great because they're the, huge. The smiling is the longevity. <laughs> the dimples would be a quality of life. So this begs the question, Natalie, what will you do with your extra seven years oh, that you're I, going to who get? Who knows? Who knows? Hard to know. Yeah. You, you spent uh, some of one year yesterday... Leading the lead class. I did. This, is it, should I say teaching the lead or because... Leading the lead, lead teaching, teaching the lead. Teaching the lead seems odd. Leading the lead seems a little bit Talking redundant. But to the lead. You were, you were leading chamber members yesterday and I you was. all had to scramble last minute. You were going we to did. do in person. And so. We were going to do in person and, and we scrambled and uh, we, did, we did virtual and we had 17 people with us. So I thought that was great. I thought it was great. Okay. Good yeah. nuggets of information yes. for people on, you know. Yeah. P- good PR, good. Good PR, bad PR, PR bad. Marketing, yes. <laughs> like, I, I should, Do good. I'm glad I could help you out and give you some really <laughs> nuggets of information there. Heavy rain at times today, in case you haven't noticed. About 
720, this morning. It was just a deluge on the south side of uh, Litchfield, ponding on streets. You've seen some flash flood warnings uh, come and go this morning, especially southwest Grayson County and then moving across the southern swath. It's been worse, uh, worse on that half. But we'll see heavy rain at times today, clusters of heavy and strong thunderstorms at times, and some breaks mixed in. Going to be a little bit muggy today as well. I think that here between the lakes, we may not get to above 80. Um, regionally, the highest forecasted at 83, but uh, we may get 79, could tick 80 in certain areas. Partly cloudy tonight, a low of 68, partly cloudy and a high of 84. For tomorrow, we have been, uh, the Royal We, collectively, we have all been hearing for the last uh, several weeks that boosters, vaccination boosters are Likely, at some point in time, uh, maybe, let's say, six, seven, eight months beyond your initial vaccination period. But we are hearing now that the uh, FDA experts are among a group who are opposing that idea, at least for now. They're opposing a U.S. booster shot plan. The average person doesn't need a COVID-19 booster yet which is according to an international group of scientists, including two top U.S. regulators who wrote in a medical journal this week. Now, this is your average This is your, your average person who's been vaccinated. People who have underlying health issues or are maybe immunocompromised, some of them have already received a booster. But there's varying... I'm seeing varying information on how long your antibodies are lasting in this process, on whether it is... Uh, I, I think your antibodies would last longer between Pfizer and Moderna, and you get different reports from different people, but they're still trying to sort this out on whether you will need a booster because this is about the point in time when a month ago the Biden administration said that it was likely that they would start recommending to implement those, and some of the experts, quote-unquote experts, if you believe them, say we don't need to do that just yet. Heard an interesting story yesterday that Moderna is actually working on a flu shot booster combo. Hmm. So, you know, a lot of people who get the flu get a flu shot historically, if they said, well, we need a we need a booster. And by the way, I was also told yesterday from what I deem a reliable source that and I'm sure there there are contradictory reports, but it's like there are contradictory reports on everything. But I was under the impression that if you got Pfizer originally, you would have to have a Pfizer booster. And I'm not sure that could be the case. Like if you wanted to say, I want the flu shot and I want a COVID booster, but you could alternate between Pfizer and Moderna, but you couldn't say alternate between Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer because it's the Johnson and Johnson is not the uh, RNA, the The mRNA mRNA vaccine. So (laughs) anyway, it's kind of a, you know, lots of information out there and eventually you just have to decide What's best for you? You know, between you and your doctor kind of have to decide what uh, what it is that you need to do. But we're seeing, you know, we're seeing vaccination rates jump up just a little bit because people are realizing how critical it is in our cases. And we're also entering a time of year where the the flu historically will start to return to communities. It's uh, it's fast approaching. Kentucky saw a 99 percent drop in cases from a year earlier last year, you know, it was it was because of the distancing and because of the because of masks, flu was pretty much was basically non-existent. But as we have changed our behaviors over the last few months, for many people, the flu will likely the unvaccinated people right now have gone kind of the vaccinated people have 
return in large part back to their normal routines, which then make them more vulnerable again to influenza strands that might be prevalent this year. So something to consider. But the flu numbers for last year were just amazingly low. And it says to me, stay away from people in the winter. Stay inside. <laughs> you know, can we just can we just FaceTime instead of have to yeah. meet? That'd be that'd be nice. Latest COVID nineteen numbers four thousand and thirty. New COVID cases reported yesterday by uh, Kentucky government officials. 24 or more coronavirus-related deaths. The positivity rate is at 13.45 as of yesterday, which is down from 13.7 on Monday. Kentucky ranks behind only um, Tennessee for its daily rate of new cases per capita. And there are now um, 8,000, just less than 8,100 deaths in Kentucky, there are currently 2,514 Kentuckians hospitalized, and there are 428 on ventilators. So those numbers are pretty steady from the day before. Grayson County Health Department, though, uh, Josh Embry, the public health director, two days after issuing a warning about an increase in pediatric cases, yesterday afternoon they said 14 new deaths have been recorded since August 25th. Uh, Josh said, since August 25th, we've reported 14 deaths to the state. I mean, when you're talking about, think about that, a number that had been in the 60s total since the beginning. Go back to the very first one, and then, you know, we stayed in single digits for a long time, and then we got into, you know, a couple of dozen. But by and large, Grayson County was able to keep our number any is too many, but we were keeping them at a rate that wasn't consistent with what we might have been seeing otherwise. But just in a two-week period, for there to be 14 should be eye-opening and attention-getting for those who are skeptical about the, about the concerns. So yesterday, Grayson County reported 61 new COVID cases, which is tied for 15th in the state. And it's raising the county's rate of occurrence to 156.8, which is uh, extremely too high. So continuing to plea with people to do, do things differently. The Grayson County School Board met. Yesterday afternoon in special session, briefly, basically gaveled into session to ratify their COVID protocols plan, and then later issued a statement that basically said that they would continue to require masking for students, staff, and visitors, which, you know, yesterday morning, if you're part of the show, I, I didn't see any way around that. I uh, think, think it's the right move. Now, now is not the time to be doing something different until, you know, certainly until we can get some control over this. I also believe, I believe this is, uh, I know most of the school board members and I know the superintendent and I assure you, they don't want staff, students, educators, anyone wearing a mask any longer than they need or have to. There aren't any of them who said, I just think we should do this because we need to scare people. They're doing this out of what health officials are telling them, and it just makes good sense right now. So I applaud them for the decision because now is not the time to be trial and erroring it or just saying, do what you want to do. Everyone will be okay. Now, the other COVID protocols, they're very, you know, they're very lengthy and they're very detailed and probably people don't care as much about those because it's the mask issue that seems to have the most amount of people angered or riled up. But as of yesterday afternoon, there were about 56% of school systems 
had voted to follow suit and and follow the governor's request to use masks in schools. But we were on the fifth day that they had that school systems had to make decisions. And so now it's like 90 out of however many, you know, so it was it's a large number and you'll see more uh, continue to do that. So that's um, kind of where we are with that. A Hardin County roadway has been dedicated to a Kentucky state trooper killed in the line of duty. The city of Elizabethtown dedicated a road off New Glendale Road that runs between state police post four headquarters and the new East Hardin Middle School in honor of Trooper Cameron Ponder, who was killed on September 13th back in 2015. The uh, KSP Post 4's new address is now 954 Cameron Ponder Drive. I think it's a good move. Uh, yeah, I that's saw, nice. That is nice. I saw Attorney General Cameron was there for the dedication ceremony. Attorney General Cameron, also from Hardin County and you know uh, knows a lot of uh, the folks around there. Ponder, who is age 31, he was... Shot to death during a high-speed pursuit in Lyon County when the man he was pursuing, Joseph Thomas Johnson Shanks, hit his brakes, causing Ponder to crash into him. And then that man then opened fire, shooting 11 times into Ponder's vehicle. So we are also hearing this morning that the house fire uh, early Saturday morning on West Market in Litchfield has been ruled arson by the state police arson investigation team. The blaze, which was discovered by LPD officer D.J. Newton, uh, caused extensive damage to the residents and came close to inflicting damage to an adjacent home. Uh, No one was in the home when police and firefighters arrived on the scene. Fire Chief Tim Duvall said Tuesday that two mattresses in separate rooms of the upstairs of the home were set on fire. The arsonist, though, closed the door to one of the rooms, and um, which took a lot of the oxygen out of the room and... uh, put out the fire, which also preserved some evidence and gave them better understanding for what was going on. So it's a rental property and being handled by the uh, state police arson investigation team. The world's longest cave system is adding eight miles. So when you thought it couldn't get any longer, the longest in the world, there's eight more miles of Mammoth Cave. The additional mileage was mapped and documented by the Cave Research Foundation it brings the total length of the cave system to 420 miles. Wow. The announcement highlighted the park's recognition of National Day of Service and its longtime partnership with the nonprofit foundation. Natalie, how many miles of Mammoth Cave, of the 420, how many have you explored? <laughs> like probably exactly one. I don't even know. <laughs> I got as far as Fat Man's Misery and had to turn around and come back. I said, I don't have any intentions of being miserable. You can't, you can't make me do it. Angered fans at the U of L EKU game have prompted changes for upcoming games being held at the. Uh, that's just Cardinal Stadium now because we they took the pizza name off of it, so it's not that anymore. Uh, Louisville's uh, football team won on the field on Saturday, but uh, kind of lost the public relations battle. It goes back to the lead oh, class. They, they should have come to had, my class. Had some negative public relations on Saturday. Um, they didn't have their credit card machines didn't work. Their ticket oh. scanners didn't work very well. Vince Tyre said they were dealing with a labor shortage, that they had people coming as far away as Indianapolis and Nashville to help provide security. And they normally need, I think he told me they needed 450 people normally to work a game, and they had about 275 oh, wow. on staff. And so the, he said one of the differences that they will 
be facing this week when Central Florida comes to town is that they won't be competing with the Michael Bublé concert, which was at the Yum Center. So the Yum Center was having their concert, which was in, which was competing with the Cardinal football game. And so there were a lot of people that they would normally rely on to work at the game that were helping people at the concert. So I guess more people want to see work for Michael Bublé than they do for Vince Tyree. They'll get a chance to uh, right their wrongs on Friday as the rare college football Friday night game happens this week for UFL. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Google.com day. So, I mean, who says Google.com? But there's a reason that it's specified. Google was founded September 4, 1998, but it was registered as a domain name this day in 1997. So, wow. Google, it was, that's why Google.com was registered this day 24 years ago today, which is a, a long time. Alphabet's grown into a big old, big old company. I mean, between Google and YouTube alone, mm-hmm. and, uh, in addition to their other brands. It's also Caregiver's Day today. Caregiver's playing a very important role in many different areas and and walks. You know, the caregivers, when you go to places and provide care, there are caregivers that come into your home and provide care. So it's, a, it's very, very important work. We are hearing... They can already predict what the busiest travel day and days of the upcoming holiday season will be. You know, a lot of Americans, even though the Delta variant is there, Americans kind of have adapted or they've made plans or workarounds or whatever it might be to try to get to something closer to what would be considered a norm. 32% of travelers aren't even taking the Delta variant into account when making their travel plans. Seems American travelers are adapting to pandemic-related uncertainties and are increasingly ready to roll with the punches in terms of making trip adjustments. The busiest travel days surrounding Thanksgiving will be Monday, November 15th, with Wednesday, November 24th coming in second. The busiest travel days for Christmas will be December 23rd, with the Sunday afterward as most popular for return travel. Christmas on a Saturday this year? Mm -hmm. I think that's right. Yes. You get into one of those, well, I was going to be off on Saturday anyway. (laughs) Right? No, it's it's usually best when uh, Christmas lands on a Thursday. (laughs) I like that. Well, I mean, really, the whole week is shot. Right? Because, I mean, Christmas (laughs) Christmas Eve. Eve. Who wants to work on Christmas Eve? And then... (laughs) You say, oh, well, somebody wants to have Christmas early. They want to get meat on Tuesday. Has lunchtime sound good? Yeah. Sorry, got to take off that whole day, too. It's going <laughs> to be rough to do. We, can, we Americans have gotten really good at stretching out our holidays and our holiday mm-hmm. celebrations. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the, the whole ideology of going to a four-day work week is because in about 10 years, we'll all be thinking we only need to work three and a half days. Like, oh. I've worked really hard this week. I can't. I can't work four solid days. What are you? What? I'm not your mule. 
I, I need some downtime. Ten years from now, I feel like that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might feel like that. I just don't have a reasonable argument. I don't either. Uh, our expectations <laughs> will have you know, because just in my lifetime, we've gone from and probably you know uh, the next generation up probably knows when we were we work six days a week, and in an agrarian society, farmers work seven days a week. You know, it's just, it's never ending. And as a result, farm operations and the old adage of a mother's work is never done and everybody has to be fed and on and on. So we've just gradually, if you think about it, we've gone from down to having a six day work week. Now we're down to a five and now we're in four and I'm just saying it won't be long. <laughs> and it's like, you can't, I, I, you can't, there's no way you should expect that I should work more than three and a half days a week. <laughs> I'm not sure where the half comes I, in. I, I was wondering. This well, you know, because, well, I mean, we better knock off early because yeah. we're not going to do much this afternoon because we can see quitting time from here. So we're just going to slow walk this in. You know, people that even people who are required to be on the clock on Friday afternoons, they're not doing anything anyway. It's like, well, you know, you are. I'm not pointing my finger at anyone in particular. Hmm. I'm pointing my finger at all of you. <laughs> Every one of you. Including selfs. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Supply chain problems that stymied retailers and clogged U.S. ports this year are expected to continue into 2022 as Delta variants effects linger. That means shoppers face potential delays in retailers replenishing everything from video games to clothing, especially during the upcoming holiday season. A uh, Scott Price, who's the international president for shipping giant UPS, he said, I half-jokingly tell people, order your Christmas presents now because otherwise on Christmas Day, there may be just a picture of something that's not coming until February or March. Oh, wow. I mean, we know how hard it's been oh. to get certain <clears throat> items and materials. And then if you have even a touch of the procrastination gene, your problems can be compounded as a result of there being, you know, shipping delays and such. So Yeah, I'm the worst. Like, yeah. I last minute Christmas shop. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be the one wrapping up I'm a photo. Half and half. I'm like, I, I start early, but only for like three people. And then I'm like, oh, I have got a great start. And then on Christmas Eve, I'm like, woo, everybody else on the <laughs> gotta list. Gotta go, gotta go. The three easiest people. <laughs> yeah, like, you get started with them earlier and you get them knocked out. And mm -hmm. then you're still dealing with, yeah. Are they kids? No. Oh. Kids are the easiest to I buy agree. for. I well, mean, I do that all day long. Uh, because <laughs> toys, right? But right? I mean, toys may be harder to find. You know, certain toys might be harder to find this year as well. But when you go in a store, there's I, like I look and I can always find something for Alea, right? I mean, oh, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. she'd love that and like, well, whoa, that'd be cool. Right. And I guess it's the kid in me that's coming out and saying, oh, I and want that. And our house reflects that. that. I try oh, to sure. shop at like local craft shows, and so I think of most yeah. of the time you see things for adults, or I do That's anyways. Yeah. And so I try to get some of those, you know, knocked out there. So really. The kiddos are what I have left. See, that's why you're the yeah. queen of the homemakers over yeah. there. Because yeah, you got you got those homemaker strategies yeah, going on, strategy craft going shows, on and yeah. all that. You, I see what you're doing over there. <laughs> Hershey's 2021 holiday lineup is uh, incredible. Classic Hershey's Kisses will be available this year in Grinch foil. <gasps> no, okay. Right. Harper refers to those as uh, giant chocolate chips. 
Giant chocolate chips. I love that. That's very. That it is. is but very... when she asked me for some of those big old chocolate chips, I was like, what is she talking about? Uh-huh. And then I, she was like, mom. They're wrapped up in that shiny stuff, and I was like, uh, a Hershey's kiss? Yeah. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I love her. Yeah. So a giant a giant uh, chocolate chip. Just wait till she sees that commercial at Christmas where all those giant chocolate chips do that dance. The jingle bell. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like they do the bell thing, but they're yeah. going to, look at those chocolate <laughs> chips dancing. Kit Kats are coming out with a gingerbread flavor. Mm. Ugh. Reese's Cups will now be available in a peanut brittle flavor. Um, and the mm, sugar cookie mm. Hershey's Kisses will now come in a full-size chocolate bar version. Additionally, snowflake-shaped York peppermint patties, mini Heath bars, and snowball whoppers will be hitting shelves for the holiday season. Okay, so how do you feel about that? Um, well, our snowball whoppers, giant whoppers... I don't know. Because if, like, oh. in the Har- in Harper Tall's world, yeah, my- <laughs> if they're just if they're just larger version of the normal Whoppers, I think I would be okay with that. You know. But if they're like the little Debbie snowball, like oh no, I wouldn't know. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think you would. No, I wouldn't eat a snowball like in those that you mm-hmm. buy at the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't look good at all. I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't. Are do you disagree, Natalie? You like the snowballs? I mean, I have met very few. Little Debbie cakes that I don't like. Yeah. The, so I mean, like, I don't think that I would just go and be like, oh, I think I'm going to eat that snowball today. But like, if you <laughs> came to me and you were like, Hey, I have this snowball. Would you like one? I would eat it without a second thought. Uh, sure. Starving man stranded island. Me and the snowball going to be good <laughs> friends. But me looking in the aisles at the store trying to pick it. all of the little all of yeah. the snack cakes. I'm going. Oh no! I mean, snowball's going to be down here maybe. Yeah. 24, 25. I just don't purchase them at all because if I do, I eat the whole box. Sure, sure. So they have to stay away from that. I can't think of the names now. The Basically, the Nutter Butters, the but it's the, the wafers dipped in chocolate, the twin... Yeah, kind of, nutty buddies. Nutty buddies. Yeah, well, yeah, nutty are, buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, they yeah. can't have. They can't stay at my house because yeah, they're they're. Dustin yeah. and Harper are always like, I thought we had nutty buddies. I'm like, maybe we did. <laughs> we might maybe have. Maybe we didn't. <laughs> there's there's a chance. <laughs> I do not. I am not interested in peanut brittle Reese's. No, I, yeah, I didn't. I made a yucky face at that. Yeah, not, leave those things alone. Yeah, they're perfect the way they are. I'm not really going to be uh, interested in that. <laughs> All right. What else do we need to learn about? Oh, the new iPhone has been unveiled. So there's already another new 100 percent iPhone users here uh, on the show today. The iPhone 13 has been introduced. I wonder if it will sell better or worse because of the unlucky status of the number 13. Will people think? Oh, "Oh, I don't want. I I don't want a 13 iPhone because. I don't want to stay on the 13th floor of a hotel or et cetera. Apple has officially announced the high-end half of the iPhone 13 lineup, the iPhone 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max. They've got a faster A15 Bionic chip, three all-new cameras, and an improved display with up to a 120 hertz ProMotion high refresh rate that can go as bright as 1,000 nits. Well, I don't know how much a nit is, but a thousand. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, I don't know what any of that means. 
When you when you put a thousand of anything together, it has to be it's sizable. Be Sorry, when I hear knit, it is not anything related to that. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah, like the school nurse yes. made a discovery in the classroom. My mother is a school nurse. <laughs> yeah. I thought my first thought was a bug. Yeah. I don't know that I want that many yeah. knits. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we could have been harvesting those in elementary schools and selling them to Apple oh, for all these all, missed out, man. Missed all, out. all these years. The <laughs> iPhone 13 Pro will start at $999. That's $999, not $9.99. The iPhone 13 Pro Max will start at $1099. Again, just less than $1100. Both will be available to order on Friday. Uh, and they start shipping September 24th. So you can order them day after tomorrow, and you can have one by next Friday if you want one. I uh, am reading some of the research that I saw is the iPhone 14. They're already looking ahead to 14, which is going to be the next big change in iPhone. Hmm. And one of the things that apparently is going away is the notch in the top of the screen. So if you have an iPhone, if you have one of the newer ones, the 11s or 12s, you still have a notch, which is the earpiece. Like you hear out of that. And that's also where the forward-facing camera is. Apparently they're doing that. They're going to get rid of that where it's all screen. And then there will be some processor changes and some other breakthroughs for the iPhone in the 14. (laughs) Lots of nits. Mm -hmm. Apparently 2,000 nits. Is what they're listen. I know this is not an Apple problem, but I am still super salty that you can't get a one dollar phone anymore. You know, you used to be able to go like when you renew your contract and you could get like the the old version for like a dollar and like be Uh, done, like a dollar and ten cents. Mm -hmm. They tried to tell me I was getting a deal by it being on my bill every month. No, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, So somebody could address that. Yes, (laughs) that'd be great. You can get a phone for a dollar. It's called an iPhone (laughs) four. I may have one in the office. Yeah, there's probably a stack of them around here somewhere. (laughs) Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Natalie Tall is our guest co-host today. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know? Our show has two and a half times the nits of any other show. (laughs) Glad you're listening today. Did you know ABBA is the only palindromic musical act to have a palindromic hit in a palindromic genre? ABBA had a number one hit with SOS in the pop category. Wow. Yeah. I I did not know that. I wonder if they planned it that way or if they just happened to end up there. I don't know. Uh are you is the tall household uh, consumers of the Jeopardy program? <laughs> the tall household makes bets on Jeopardy. Oh, awesome! We uh, keep score. Okay, it's good. Inti- it gets intense. Do you start like is like for me? Wheel of Fortune is the appetizer. Yeah, like I get, oh, I, I get, I 100%. get, I get fired up on Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. So then I'm mentally prepared for to step up to the entree. Which is Jeopardy. 100%. Okay. So then you were probably as shocked as I was beginning of this week when Wheel of Fortune, they changed their set. They It doesn't look like it's on a stage anymore. It's um, They've changed their theme music of things. Pat no longer does the final spin. Uh, the one good thing is on the, the triple toss-up. 
If you get all three, you get a bonus amount, like the triple oh. toss-up. If you get all three of them now, you get $10,000, which is a good thing. But the music is... See, now I didn't, I didn't catch the it. The music is not good. <laughs> it's very it's very vibrant. Like, the colors are very vibrant. It, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I like it. And well, now listen, they can change Wheel of Fortune all they want, but when they start... Listen. Losing Alex Trebek was tra- was uh, tragic enough. Uh-huh. If they start messing with the set of Jeopardy, like they've made the, slight changes to slight. it. It's making me wonder, though. So, if you've watched Jeopardy this week, Mike Richards is carrying himself differently than he did when he was the guest host. You can tell when these five shows that we're seeing this mm-hmm. week were shot. You can tell that he's embattled. There's just mm-hmm. a difference in his tone. And and I was curious to know when he got canned and they moved on, would we ever see these five episodes? Oh, yeah. But see, they're at, because of the returning champion about to set the record, they can't, you know, he's at, what, as of yesterday, $687,000. They can't afford to not show those shows right. because there's context to the show every day. So they couldn't shelve them. I'm just telling you, I see something different in the glimmer of Mike Richards' eyes in these shows than I saw in the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. You can just tell there's a yeah. weight on him. And so some people are blaming some of the Wheel of Fortune changes on him because he was the executive ah. producer of both yeah. those shows. And so wondering how much of those will be. But one funny tweet that I saw about it was um, she said, my husband dislikes the new Wheel of Fortune soundboard so much, he logged into his Twitter to his 23-follower account to see if others felt the same. <laughs> if you never use Twitter but something maddens you to the point that you have to go check it, you know that you've it's been bad. impacted in some way. Well, I'll tell you, Jeopardy at our house, Harper hates it so much because when we play Jeopardy, like, we are in it. It's cutthroat. Like, yeah. yeah. Harper's like, Mommy, I'm hungry. I'm like, you'll have to wait. <laughs> Mommy's keeping score. The loser doesn't get she dinner. <laughs> if you lose on Jeopardy, you don't get any supper. Like, I mean, we just, we, God love her. We just ignore her. Everything shuts down in our house whenever yeah. Jeopardy is on. Well, then you all also realized when they kicked off the season on uh, earlier this week, they Johnny Olson also said on Monday, and for the first time from the Alex Trebek stage, they have renamed the Jeopardy stage to the Alex Trebek stage, and it will be referred to that uh, going forward. So it's kind of a, it's just, there There was a period of time, and I guess we'll find out Monday what it looks like, but over the last month or so, I thought they had just about put that show in the ditch mm-hmm. when they were handed a perfectly, like, it was one of the best cars you could have. <laughs> like, this, just take good care of it. It's been well-maintained. It's yes. going down the road, barreling at a safe, good speed. And then they almost have piled it up in the ditch, mm-hmm. which would be would make me mad because I clearly like it. Can you tell? Yeah. Listen, I'm with you. Good. Disney Plus has listed their new specials that are dropping in time for Halloween. The Lego Star Wars Halloween special. Bring it. It's probably not going to be anything I like, but (laughs) you put Legos and Star Wars together, and I know a five-year-old and I who are going to be watching it. The Muppets Haunted Mansion special. Yeah. And I'll probably be watching that in my house. This would be good. A Just Beyond series. So, um, okay. Just Beyond. That's not R.L. Stein, right, is it? Give me some Hocus Pocus. Right? Oh, Hocus Pocus. 
you, you, you I mean, can't. it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> on freeform like twenty five times. I, know. I have no room for new Halloween shows in my in my repertoire. Really, you're the mm, you're all yeah. about the Sanderson I'm about sisters, the Hocus Pocus. Okay, and that's about it. And then Disney Plus's twenty twenty one Halloween collection. Hocus Pocus, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween Town. Halloween Town's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like it too. And then there are um, WandaVision, Wizards of Waverly Place, Hannah Montana, The Proud Family, featuring all their more famous Halloween episodes from mm. over the years. So I love Wizards. Disney's got a lot of content that they can, you know, roll out in time. They they're Disney's doing such a good job of being able to kick off the holiday season and the Halloween season and they can just ride that wave all the way to New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because as soon as they get done with Halloween they can kinda they have to kinda take a brief pause for Thanksgiving, but uh-huh. then next thing you know, you know, the twenty five days of Christmas yeah. is going on and um, you know, because the seven hundred club of course is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> twenty five days of Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I'm still marvel at the 700 Club, at their ability to negotiate what was apparently the most one-sided contract in the history of mankind, is that they get that hour every day until Jesus comes back. Seriously? It must be be in the writing. Until until Jesus returns, we get 11 o'clock Eastern. Every night on Freeform, no matter no matter what kind of channel you turn it into, we get this hour. I think it's true. <laughs> Sharon Osborne says she underwent ketamine therapy after leaving the talk. Is that quote fingers around therapy? I mean, just because you take ketamine because you're sad, some people just call that a bender or improper use of drugs or is it really therapy? And I've never heard of ketamine therapy. Uh, yeah, have I have you? No it idea. is the show of nits and ketamine therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to let it That's go. the problem with the talk. They didn't have near enough nits. No. They didn't have near enough nits. And you know who could do a good nit joke? Norm MacDonald. The comedy world is talking about the passing of Norm MacDonald, former mm-hmm. SNL Weekend Update host. Passed at 61 yesterday, had had cancer for the better part of a decade, but just decided that he didn't want the world to know about it. You know, he was, even his family didn't didn't know that he was battling cancer. Wow. And so Norm MacDonald goes on in uh, at age 61. Lots of, I mean, Deuce Bigelow, Dr. Doolittle, mm-hmm. he was in Billy Madison, uh, Man on the Moon. He made countless appearances on, you know, Letterman and Conan O'Brien and uh, just a, a great, great comedian. But... He infamously played Burt Reynolds on the Jeopardy skit on (laughs) SNL. Turd Ferguson was the name of his character. It's unbelievable. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. I was a little girl. MB's point to ponder for today. What saying or expression do you find yourself repeating too often? So what's your crutch phrase? Like what's something you say that you think you say too often or it's a crutch? Maybe you don't even know that you do it. Oh, dear. Yeah, you do say that a lot. 
Well, and that was my response to that. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. What am I going to say? The thing that came to my mind is when I text, I LOL everything, even when I'm not LOLing. The very first thing I, I said it. today is you smile. You smile so much. You're always, yeah. you have this smiling, <laughs> laughing, right, expressive guess, nature yeah. about yourself that it, I would I would see that. But, yeah, it does make you wonder, are you? So then if you're really laughing, do you then you have to do the LLOL? I'm oh, literally. No, that's when you do the crying emoji. I'm literally like the, laughing out loud. The the crying emoji. The, the crying was yeah. Wait, the or, one. or just the one that's like I'm crying laughing. Okay. Which apparently makes me really old because you're not supposed to use that anymore. Apparently. Okay. Well, uh, I didn't know that. I that know. memo had not found its way to me yet. Uh, but I <laughs> you're you're the youngest the one in the room. You're supposed so. to use the skeleton now. Apparently, that's what Gen Zers are oh, telling me. It's code. Like. Okay. Like I'm dead. I'm laughing so hard. I'm dead. Uh, okay. I died of laughter. But what if you really encounter a skeleton? What do you do? I don't know. Right, that's Gen what Z. I. It's kind of like how do you throw Gen away? Gen Z, please guide us. <laughs> how do you? How do you throw away a garbage can? <laughs> I mean, how do you? If if. Uh, but I do like I hate when I when I am typing. I'll start with LOL and then answer and then end with LOL. And before I or right after I send it, I'm like, stop, stop it! You're being a little too zealous, Natalie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say right too much, right? Right? If I say something, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to acknowledge or affirm or something, and so I, I do that too much. Oh, dear is probably right, but you also say right a lot. I do. So, but I, but I think oh, dear goodness. is more. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, goodness. I think one that I Shoot. say more than I realize is, well, <laughs> you know, when something happens, <laughs> well, well, okay then. You know, it just sometimes uh, it mine just comes would out. be uh, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. <laughs> but it's not fizzle. It's not fizzle. Okay. We don't, no, have, we dear. don't have no. an overuse of the word. No. That's an inside joke that we just discovered during the break. <laughs> Look it up if you want to know for yourself. The season three finale of Press Your Luck is on ABC. Tonight, uh, the season five finale of the $100,000 Pyramid is on ABC tonight. Season 16 finale of America's Got Talent on NBC. Season 18 finale of MasterChef on Fox. And the season 10 premiere on the History Channel of Counting Cars. Rock legend Alice Cooper left his prize Avanti in the Count's hands. Ooh, drama. (laughs) Anything big happening in family and consumer sciences that we need to pass along while you're here? What do I have going on? Um, Laugh and Learn. Laugh and Learn is going to be a grab-and-go. Again, uh, registration is open. You can find that on graysonext.org or on our Facebook page. Um, The lead classes are going on. Uh, We had our first lead session yesterday. Um, The next one will be in October. I think it's the Tuesday after spring break, whatever that is. Or fall break. Or yes. Whatever season you're in. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, if you're doing doing this in Australia, then clearly (laughs) it is spring break because they're just rotating into the season. So it's all about perspective. Yes. And where you are. Laugh and Learn. Is that your program? Yes. See? Who... Who better to lead a program like that than someone who LOLs too much? Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So is it too much? I say no. Well, I you. say it's the right amount if you've <laughs> got to be responsible for the laughing and the learning. The laughing and the learning. Got to do it. Uh, your LOL might be laugh or learn when you tag that on somebody. So don't just assume that you're overusing. <laughs> 
I'm going to add some nits Knit and a drop. new name. I was going to say. Knit drop. We probably should just go ahead and end on that note. <laughs> Today's highlight in history. Uh, this date in 2001, President Bush ordered U.S. troops to get ready for war, embraced Americans for a long, difficult assault against terrorists. In 1776, British forces occupied the New York uh, New York City during the American Revolution. Agatha Christie, born this date in 1890. Nike began selling its Air Jordan 1 sneaker this date in 1985, which has forced me to revise what I thought was historical about my life. Because <laughs> I had a pair of Air Jordan 1s, and I thought that I wore them to the first day of school when I went to Grayson County High School. I now we did used to start school later, but I don't think we started school on September the fifteenth. So my timeline isn't exactly lining up, and I'm gonna have to do a deeper dive to figure out if I have my facts mixed up. What shoes you wore on the first day of high school? Yeah, maybe it wasn't the Air Jordans. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I wore the Air Jordans the day I got the Air Jordans or the day after. Yeah. But it apparently was not the first day of school. Hmm. There you go. And uh we, got them pictures, Mama. we showed that photo. Well, we have a photo we showed on my birthday, the end of July, or around my birthday, where I am. It's the coolest photo you've ever seen. Uh, I'm sure it, it is. It just says, it says cool, like <laughs> little mini mullet and everything. Um, birthdays today. Tommy Lee Jones is 75. I married this, right? Oliver, all St- Oliver Stone is 75. Dan Marino is 60 today. Prince Harry. This says Britain's Prince Harry is 37. Didn't Britain give him away? Didn't they say, you all can have him? So is he America's Prince Harry now, or is he, do we know? Mm. I don't know. Gen Z, paging Gen Z. Gen Z, please Gen let Z. us know can what's we get going a net, on. Can we get a net ruling on this? <laughs> what's this? Skeleton? Okay, got it. All right. James Fenimore Cooper was born this date in 1789. What famous literary work did James Fenimore Cooper author, Miss Buckles? I feel like I should know this, but I'm still laughing over nits. So. The Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. William Howard Taft, born in 1857. Roy Acuff in 1903. Faye Ray in 1907. Nipsey Russell, 1918. And Merlin Olson, 1940. Merlin Olson was on, in addition to being an NFL player, he was on Little House on the Prairie. Which neither of you all are old enough to remember. Well, I'm old enough I to remember. Heard of it, but you just I did watch not it. watch it. No, no. no. Okay. 1958, Bobby Day was number one. I know you thought this was a Michael Jackson song. But Bobby Day did it first, and it's on the American Graffiti soundtrack. Let's go to 1967. Diana Ross and the Supremes. Makes me think of China Beach. Television show. My dad loved that show. Let's go to 1976. England Dan and John Fort Coley. Don't 
Miss Tall, have you ever heard this song before? Never. Maybe. Never. <gasps> Sounds familiar. Uh, no. I don't know. Get up in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> One of the most famous guitar riffs of all time. 1985's Dire Straits. Money for nothing. song makes me smile because I think this song means I get to go home because this was always my <laughs> sign-off song when I worked here in high school. I like it. That is a great song. Kind of paved the way to the video era too. I mean, it really yeah. ushered in MTV to us kids from Caneyville. We rarely got to see videos. <laughs> not enough nits. We had to stay up till eleven. That's right. Not enough. Not enough nit power to get them down to Caneyville. <laughs> we had to stay up till eleven thirty or twelve o'clock on Friday nights just to catch a video on TV. All right, boys to men number one in nineteen nine to the four. So, what grade were you in? In 94? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Oh Elementary school. Yeah. You make me sad. Well, you can backtrack it. What year did you graduate from high school? You can count it backwards. I don't do that. Crazy in Love, Beyonce number one in 03. Let's go to Florida. And there's there's the photo, by the way. Oh, yeah. But you are the coolest person ever. Uh-huh. And didn't my parents have great decorating taste? <laughs> yeah, they this did. This was their bedroom. <laughs> look, look how good that is. Fantastic. Air Jordan 1's right there. Sony Walkman right there. I wish I had my seventh grade picture it, to show you it's guys. It's the epitome of cool right there. Well, and that so is style, just like. I know, back. you're just uh-huh. right. chill. Lay back. <laughs> you know what? I had my mind on my money and my money on my <laughs> mind right there. Whistle Flow Rider was number one in 2012. Natalie, thanks for coming in. It's always a joy. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you again uh, real soon. Yep. And let's go to MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. MB's Prolo Wisdom says be strong enough to stand alone, be yourself enough to stand apart. But be wise enough to stand together when the time comes. MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.